Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss all things urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome. Welcome back to All Things Urticaria. My name is Marcus, Marcus Maurer, and I'm joining you live from the Berlin UCARE here at Charité. And I'm very happy because my friend, colleague, and fellow urticariologist, Ivan Jerez, is with me all the way from Guayaquil, Ecuador. Hello, Ivan. Hello, Marcus. It's a pleasure to talk with you about this important disease that is difficult to sometimes understand. But I think that after COVID pandemic, we have more chance to have contact with our patient using information and communication technologies. I can't wait, Ivan. I know you're a specialist on both urticaria and uh, internet technology used to better manage diseases. I want to start with the special situation that you and your UCARE in Guayaquil are in. You see probably, my guess, the most difficult to treat patients in all of Ecuador. What is your take on this? What is your um, uh, what is your trick, your tip for those who see urticaria patients? Yes, I would like to have a good relationship between a patient and physician because I think that is the best trick because sometimes it's difficult for the patient to understand why they have this disease. Yeah. And for the physician, sometimes it's difficult to treat this kind of patient because they have difficult, different trajectories. Yeah. And yeah. Yes, that is one of, uh, I think, a good relationship. Ivan, I know you're a big fan of shared decision-making, especially in chronic uh, diseases such as urticaria. What can we take from this approach? How can we really make, together with patients, the right decision for each and every patient? I'm trying to understand, to put inside of the patient. I say, okay, I have this chronic urticaria patient, how the patient think. After that, I'm trying to send them the best treatment that, 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 I, that I know, that the guidelines say for this kind of patient. Um, um, and, the, and the other tip is to have a good communication. Um, in that situation, I use, for my example, WhatsApp. I think that is a good uh, information and communication technology to have a, a good a partner. That is, a, my, yeah. I think, my idea. Ivan, when you first told me that you WhatsApp with your patients, I was so amazed because I couldn't imagine for myself how this would work. Um, how, how do you keep patients and your private life? Please explain to me how you manage this. Yes, that is sometimes difficult because uh, there is a lot of patients. So I write all of the day. Um, it's difficult for the private uh, situation. But uh, when you love your profession, when you love uh, to treat patients with chronic urticaria or chronic diseases, 
you enjoy with this communication. That is, I think, that is the, the three. What yeah. is uh, to, to have a balance between when the patient is real um, thick and try to communicate with the physician because we are the solution, we are their friends, we are only to, to, to people who say, doctor, I am very thick, help me. And I think that could be better to have a, a good relationship. And finally, I am a physician, I enjoy my work, I enjoy to treat patients. Ivan, those are really important words. I'm, I'm so happy you say them because I think maybe urticaria patients more than patients with many other diseases need our empathy, need to feel that we understand that they have a big problem and that we want to help them and that we can help them. And this is why I think, you know, in, in times of crisis, which many urticaria patients often have, it is so important to be able to quickly communicate with someone who can guide you and to have to wait for three weeks or even three days to see your physician can be very, very debilitating for patients. Yes, I think that if I want to, to, to say for my patient, or what I guess the patient needs for us, I only think that the patient needs have for us three things. First, to look their eyes. Second, we have time to hear the patient. And third, that the patient look that we are very interested to, to help them. I think that is the three principal point. And um, now we have uh, information and communication technology to help us with these three important points. We'll come to that, Ivan, but I want to pick up on a point, the second point you just said. Uh, we need to, as physicians, allocate time. No, time is a very important resource uh, and a very valuable resource, of course, but I find that chronic urticaria patients need time to receive information, to discuss information with us, to be able to make the right decision together with us. How long uh, in a regular visit do you have to communicate with your urticaria patient? Más o menos. I have approximately 20 minutes, 30 minutes, because I have more of private con uh, appointment, and probably this could be a different to, to have time for the hospital, because hospital put minutes for, for patients. But I guess that if we have a team with uh, another physician, uh, for example, for residents, is probably they have more time to our patient. And then to use the team uh, in, in all uh, that we do, including the nursing staff, including um, yes. Uh, others who can help to provide information, hear the patient, guide the patient, I think is very important. And that now brings us to um, what I know gets you very excited, and that is to make communication easier, to increase the quality of information that patients receive so that they become educated patients, no? Patients who are confident with their disease um, and confident in discussing their disease with us. And um, 
you've done a beautiful study, congratulations again, the Keurig study, to first explore the use of internet communication technology, and that is websites and apps and you know everything that's out there for the self-management, self-evaluation of chronic urticaria. What, what was the most interesting and maybe surprising result from that study for you, Ivan? Uh, the, the most surprising for us is that the people like or want to communicate with the physician using the most uh, frequently was WhatsApp, because mm -hmm. this is easy to communicate one-to-one. And the other thing are the people, the people are looking for chronic urticarial information. And they prefer to use web browser. Mm -hmm. And now we have to uh, way to communicate with our patient to receive information because I guess that when we treat patients with chronic urticaria, always we learn about this. They teach us. They teach us how we need to use, for example, different patient reported outcomes, how we use the, the, the medication, how we have to chance to, to give a better utterance. All of these things we, we understand and the patient teach us all of this when we look for, for better outcomes in our patients. That is an interesting and very important way to look at that because I was surprised from the findings of this study that patients are not happy with the resources that are now available for them. No, very few apps are available, very few websites with high content information, very few YouTube videos that actually explain the disease and the treatment options. So it is important to provide these resources for patients. But what you say may be just as important because we can learn from the information that is exchanged. No, it shouldn't be a one-way street. It should really be communication where we receive and give. And I think the data that is with patients and never make it to us, the information when captured with an app or another tool, a registry maybe, um, can really help to understand urticaria better. Yes, because um, when we, when all of our results, because remember that, remember that this study was uh, made around the 18 countries around the world, and is the similar result. That is the, the, the huge uh, surprises because we believe that in patient more in low income income countries probably we have different results, but it's the same. And we think that the people is waiting for good information about yeah. chronic urticaria. And yeah. it's our responsibility to prepare this information. Because yeah. with the, the, sometimes the, the, the physicians say, okay, I put something in a, in a Facebook, on YouTube, and the, the patient is, is enough for this, for this patient. But now we understand that the patient is, no, no. I need good information. I need to talk with the physician in another way. And I think after the COVID pandemic is the moment. It's the moment to, for example, who care 
we, we think that uh, we love this uh, uh, network, and probably that is the, the, the next step. It's a, a very challenging step in order to understand the patient and to develop a good app, a good web browser. I agree with you, Ivan, and uh, I think probably uh, we need to take one step before we move to providing the technological solution, and that is to provide the content. Because in the end, um, we will want to give the same information to all patients, and it should be high quality information. And we need to be sure we know what questions our patients have. Look, in my office, when patients come, of course, they have many questions. Uh, can I take this drug? Should I take that drug? But I think we need to really go to the basis of this, you know, to help our patients understand where the disease comes from and what it does to them. And uh, also, what can be done to stop it, to get control of the disease? Ivan, do we know what patients want to know? I, I think the, the, the patients want to know about how long the patient will have the disease. Is sometimes the, 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 the disease have a remission? Is the patient always need to take medication? And is the patient always have the chance to put, for example, good rest? Because for a woman, they have a lot of, of hips, a lot of uh, lesion in their in their in their skin, and they say, "I very embarrassing to use this kind of, of dress." Um, that is, I think, frequently question. I think so. Um... We once listed the top 100 questions that patients have. It's amazing how many different questions there are. And I think our approach must be really broad. You know, it's any, anywhere from can I get a tattoo if I have chronic urticaria to can I uh, eat um, uh, certain things. I, I, we need, I think, to engage in a conversation with patients to understand what they really think what they really want to know in order to then provide a broad program for, um, well, providing the information that they are looking for. But we are, we are, we are deviating a little bit because I want to talk about uh, the idea of an app, which I find very intriguing because uh, it's a fluctuating disease. We often don't see the wheels, the angioedema, which happen at home, but not when patients are in our office. So I think a lot can be learned. If you had all the money in the world, okay, um, and can use it to design the perfect urticaria app, what should that app be able to do? Easy to, easy to understand, to have um, a perfect question to understand not only the symptom, then the sign. For example, the people have each, the people have a discomfort of the, of the situation during the day, how the disease uh, impact of the quality of life, is the patient have using the correct treatment and, and how we have to chance to measure and the, in their app, 
the people looking in an easy way, similar to a, a semaphore, right? Uh, uh, for example, green, a light green, mm. a light yellow, a light red. Okay, okay. If you put three or different answer, different words, okay. A light red, say, mm, mm. you control of the disease. I think mm. I have two chance to put all of my money in this app. And after that, probably I would like to visit the space. Now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I think I think this really is something where an app can help both the patient and us because if an app makes patients aware that something is off, that something is needed, that something should be done, then of course this is much quicker than we can be with our regular visits. And I like the idea of. Well, maybe an app being a little bit more than an app that only captures, but an app almost like a patient companion, uh, an app that gives back to the patient information, guidance that links the patient to us as their treating physicians. Yes, and probably we'll have a link for when the patient is, is worse or the patient have very uh, symptoms or have situation dangerous situation they could have a link to talk with us I say okay in this situation call dr Cheres, call dr mauer because you have very uh, very strong disease okay and i think that could be a good idea to to have the, the moment when the patient needs to talk with the physician excellent i can't wait for this to happen i do look forward to doing this with you um ivan uh, the countdown is on. I think it is uh, a bit more than 100 days before we meet in Hiroshima. What are you most excited about uh, for the next UCARE conference? I, I think that this could be the, the understand what's the matter after pandemic moment. I hope to look all my friends, hopefully. Um, after that, that is the moment for for me, my idea is, is the moment for telemedicine, is the moment for, for use more information and communication technology. Because after the pandemic, the people say, oh, probably you are lost, wasting your time. But now, um, we think that it's very important to, to develop quickly. And I think that will be our huge challenge, UCARE challenge. I agree with you. Uh, we should take what we learned during the pandemic because many of our patients really like the idea of being able to communicate via um, a video conference. And I think this is something that we should bring on board for our urticaria patients, where we also need to learn who is the right patient for this tool, who is the right patient for an app, who is the right patient for uh, education via uh, a web browser or a YouTube video. This we will figure out, and I can't wait to do this together with you, Ivan. Thank you so much for your friendship uh, and for your expertise, because truly um, we benefit so much from what you have learned and, and uh, keep teaching us. So thank you very much, Ivan. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for inviting me to talk about this topic, because I love this topic. I, I hope to see you soon. 
Same here, folks. That's all the time we have today. I had with me Ivan Jerez from the UCARE Guayaquil, uh, Ecuador. And uh, you can look forward to many more things to come from that UCARE on top of the just now uh, published Curic study. So with that, let me ask you what you would like to hear in one of our next UCARE episodes, because that's what we do. We ask you, you ask us, we answer, and we move forward. So do let us know your questions. Do let us know what you would like us to talk about. And until we meet again, be well, stay safe. Goodbye. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into UCARE. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.